to go on here. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the 12th, the 10X Real Estate Advisor Show, where we feature real estate investors that are gonna be able to share with you their story and be able to uh, share tips and tactics that have helped them become uh, real estate investors and successful real estate investors. So on today's show, we have uh, Danny Carroll, who's uh, an investment uh, or realtor, I'm sorry, a real estate investor. So thank you, Danny, for joining us and uh, we'll, we'll get this started. Yeah, sounds good. All right, awesome. Can you uh, tell our audience a little bit uh, about yourself, your background, and uh, you know what you or what got you started in real estate? Uh, well, I uh, all kind of really started with the uh, vape business. So we got into uh, manufacturing and wholesale and uh, kind of grew the business out. Things were going really well and I uh, needed to start looking at things to do with my money to keep things going. Okay. And uh, coincidentally, there was a little bit of uh, regulation that hit our industry that kind of was enough to kind of be a little red flag for concern to know that you know what this business night might not be the business it is now 10 right. 15 years from now so okay. i kind of had to start looking at uh, other ways to replace my income and sure. uh, real estate was the and one real estate was one way to do it okay so what were you doing prior to real estate uh so it's the uh bait business here i don't know if you can see that's the uh <laughs> warehouse background i'm in right now yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's our uh, lab over there. Okay. And we've got the little pups with me here today, too. Good, good. Well, there uh, you go. Yeah. Good, awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about your first real estate uh, investment deal. How did that How did that happen? And, you know, what got you into uh, investing into it? Well, the uh, first thing I did was look to uh, student rentals. All right. Uh, I initially started looking here in London, but the uh, cash flow wasn't quite uh, what I would want it to be. The, the ultimate goal, since I was kind of pushed into the real estate direction to replace my income, was 100% cash flow. Right. Right. Okay. So uh, I looked to the student rentals in uh, Windsor, where okay. prices were still nice and low. Right. And the cash flow was pretty much just as high as it was here in London. So. Right seemed like an easy decision. I picked up the first one, December of 19. Uh, that one was 210. Okay. And we put about 30, 35 into it, and then we right. that one for uh, 300. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And uh, okay, so, um, you know, you invested in, in Windsor because the, uh, the rentals provided you with the cash flow and the, uh, the pricing in Windsor is a lot better than London, right? Yeah. Now, um, tell us a little bit about your, your portfolio. How many real estate deals uh, you know, have you completed or currently have? And, uh, and, and what uh, are you working on? Yeah, so I uh, had that first one that was December of 19. And then about uh, 10 days later, I bought another one. Okay. Um, that was 557 Randolph. And then uh, the following February, I picked up uh, 483 Randolph. Okay. So those are the three that I had gotten. I didn't, uh, by the time I got to the third, uh, getting the uh, mortgage on that third one was quite a pain in the ass. Okay. So I, uh, it did dissuade me a little bit from, from pushing too much further in that direction. Right. And 
it kind of got me to evaluate what other options uh, were available. I definitely still wanted to take advantage of uh, refinancing and right. pull that money out in first. Yeah. So when that time came, I pulled that out and ended up pushing that over to uh, private lending. Right. Uh, instead of Good. going into another real estate uh, yeah. deal, I just went straight into lending and okay. created the cash flow that way. Right. Very nice. So now I, I didn't know you had only started in 2019, which is, you know, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, and I know uh, I know a lot of our, you know, young investors, uh, you know, I've, I've come across uh, some real estate investors that's pretty much started around the same time as you, you know, and then they're very successful now. Um, I know that, uh, you know, you mentioned that by your third deal, financing was a little bit uh, more challenging. Yeah, so yeah. what got uh, you know what got challenging as far as getting the financing and maybe you can you know talk to our audience regarding how to get over that uh, that hurdle yeah the, by the third one uh, I was kind of put in a position I thought for sure that it wouldn't be a, a problem right. and then uh, the tricky part for me specifically at that point was that it was just uh, a few months a couple months back in the previous December Okay. that I had got the property. So obviously they hadn't started cash flowing. I didn't have six months of cash flow for anything. So banks didn't want to uh, touch that. And I had already put in a cash offer. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one yeah, ended that, up over at home. Not a scenario that you want to be in. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that one was down to the wire. It ended up with uh, home trust with a 35% down. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Now, price for that one. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I do. I do know that you know, for the most part, um, you know, investors uh, tell me that after the fourth or, or fifth uh, property, they can't really grow or expand after that. What? Yeah, why it is that? Gets trickier, and then I mean, there's always uh, the the B side, and then right. private money. Um, Definitely, definitely options. People do it and, and it works great for them, right? right. Uh, you just have to be a little bit more careful with your numbers. Your margins get thinner as your interest rates go up, obviously. So, right. good, good. And, and for me, since the ultimate goal was replacing my business income, yeah, uh, I was all about cash flow. So, right. I could essentially just lend the money out and accomplish the same thing in cash flow. Oh, there you go. And it's a, a lot easier than, you know, having to get the yeah. financing and all right and going through the uh, through those uh, hurdles. Uh, cool. Now, now, you know, I, I do know that you have a, a, a vape business as well. So talk to us a little bit about, about your vape business. Was it there prior to you investing in real estate? Did you start it after you invested in real estate? Uh, no, that one uh, is what kind of got me uh, started. Before that business, there was a couple little things that I had tried, but nothing that had ever really worked to, to this extent. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the big business was was great. That one started uh, uh, October of 2015. Okay. So that, uh, yeah, started from home with uh, 160 bucks of investment that I just kept rolling it in. Okay. <laughs> buying inventory throwing it up on kijiji ads and just yeah. kept going and going well there you go yeah that uh <laughs> thankfully we got to uh the seven figure gross mark with that guy and okay and yeah we're able to kind of funnel cash in from that but even my uh first private mortgage that i ever did was uh from the broke vapor inc <laughs> really eh? yeah yeah Awesome. I didn't know that, uh, you know, I know the vape business is, is actually, you know, a good investment. 
but obviously, you know, you have to know what you're doing, right? So now talk to us uh, a little bit about, uh, you know, the, I know that you're diversifying your portfolio uh, last time that we talked. And so tell us a little bit about how you're diversifying your portfolio nowadays. Yeah, right now, again, I'm, uh, I'm cash flow driven. So right. I started uh, looking at uh, crypto right. and found it's like my, my overall investment strategy yeah. throughout all of this has been buying cash flow. How can I right. buy monthly income, right? Okay. Yeah. So this, the numbers were just nuts. Like right. it, I was, when I first got in, I was looking at uh, an investment of maybe, uh, I think it was $14,000 for a single miner. And right. that was pulling in as much as a uh, 40 or $50,000 investment would have on a uh, student property. Okay. And that was at the rates back then on, on the higher value properties. Now it would be right. more. Okay. Right? right. So I was buying cash flow pennies on the dollar. Right. And I just went <laughs> heavy on that. So uh, I don't know if you can see. Let's see. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. There's your mining. Okay. Yeah, that's the current little setup right now. Right. And nice. that, that at the moment is pulling in about uh, 10K. A little higher now that eats up today. Right. But 10 to 11K a month right now. So. Very nice, very nice. So you, you're you're invested in uh, mining, but not in the actual crypto. Why is that? Well, I mean, the the mining uh, pays its uh, rewards in the crypto. So right, right. Uh, there's levels to this as well. So yeah. <laughs> um, within the uh, crypto, there are uh, decentralized uh, finance platforms that allow you to do all kinds of things. Uh, one of which is uh, deposit uh, your assets right. and go against it for essentially free. Sure. Right, because they pay you rewards in other uh, in other currencies that basically right. nullify the uh, interest uh, cost of borrowing. Okay. So, essentially, I'm building up uh, my uh, portfolio here in this DeFi platform right. and. This way, I'm essentially able to refi against my uh, crypto assets daily. Nice. Or- yeah, very nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. Now, uh, what type of investment are people looking uh, to if they invest in the uh, mining crypto? Uh, it really depends uh, on what skill you're you're looking to go for. There's uh, kind of uh, something at every level. If you're looking for any kind of significant income. I'd say you're probably talking about somewhere in the 10 to 50,000 range will we'll kind of get you to some sort of substantial level. Right. Uh, on the miner side right now, we're investing in uh, uh, Bitcoin uh, ASIC miners. Okay. And with these uh, returns are roughly net about uh, 700 US for a 10K, 9 to 10K investment. Okay. All right. Very nice. And uh, so that you mentioned uh, we, so you have a, a team working for you on the crypto side, on the I, real estate side. I, you've got uh, my buddy here kind of helps me with uh, everything I do. He's uh, my, my main guy here for the uh, Bay business. And he's okay. just a, a part of everything I do at this stage. Yeah, there you go. Um, so now, you know, most people are probably looking at you and going, you know, this guy is, he looks like a young investor. So and, you know, how old are you? Uh, 37. 37. Okay. So not yeah. that young. 
Yeah. No, not too, too young, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so prior to, you know, investing in real estate and everything else, uh, did you have a nine to five job or what was it at time? Uh, what were you doing? Uh, I can't even remember. The last job I had ooh, was a long time ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I never had a career. That's fine. No, I never had a good career. I, I think I did yeah. some like uh, administrative uh, project management stuff for uh, the Ontario Drive Clean program. I think that was right. my last like real job. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. So to our young investors, you know, you can definitely be an entrepreneur and be a success just like uh, Danny Carroll. Um, good, good. So um, now talk to us a little bit about, you know, the changes maybe in, uh, in uh, real estate nowadays uh, with the market uh, being, you know, a little bit too pricey in a lot of markets. And it's, it's kind of cycle what's going on as far as the pricing in the, uh, the real estate market. Yeah, um, I don't know. For me, just uh, lifestyle-wise, I'm not enjoying holding income properties. Right. This so I'm, I'm personally uh, liquidating, yeah. and uh, the the bulk of that will be going into probably uh, a good time and some more crypto. Yeah, probably a good time to get rid of some of your properties, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be over this year. I'm looking to drop one each year just so I don't take too much of a, of a tax hit on it. But Right, right. Okay, yeah. now, you know, I don't know if you knew, but, you know, I have a financial planning uh, background. Oh, yeah. So, you know, not sure if you're aware of uh, you being able to have a whole code, right? Where you basically can, uh, you know, put in your real estate investments so that in the future, when you get rid of some of your real estate, uh, your either your tax would either be minimized or gotten rid of altogether. That's a loophole that you know that still exists with the CRA. Do you have a whole code? Yeah, well, I don't. But uh, my my uh, counter strategy to that is to accomplish kind of the same thing is uh, the fact that all my income comes from my uh, own corporation right now, so right. Right. I can essentially just cut that income off right the income yeah yeah the income part the capital gains part that's something that you have to face when you sell the properties right so i would suggest you looking into you know a whole code maybe you can ask your accountant or you can do your own research online right but it's definitely worth it um there's times there's times it it all depends obviously you know you got to take a look at your overall maybe after this we can uh, have a bit of a chat and uh, see what makes sense Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, I, and I'm going to give you another idea because, you know, we're here to help each other, if you will. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know other, and, and part of our audience as well, right? Because uh, a lot of them may be at your stage, maybe starting in real estate and they can, you know, start with the with the right foot. So one of the other things that, uh, you know, investors can do, whether real estate or otherwise, is use that life insurance uh, policy. And yes, yes, you were telling me. Yeah, and combine it with a whole pool, right? Where you basically are maximizing the premiums, right? And that's growing, uh, you know, with a dividend, uh, tax-free, right? And then there's a certain calculation that uh, CRA allows at this point where you can shelter, you know, part of your, your income. Uh, and, and you can either use it as collateral, right, for another investment. So for people that have basically, you know, they're limited on their financing right after their third or fourth or fifth deal they can basically use that life insurance as a collateral for 
another investment. And then oh, for right, you, right. yeah, for you who's, you know, you're looking for cash flow, that's what, what's important to you. Um, you can, you know, over time, let's say after, you know, paying premiums after five years or so, with dividends paying into the, the policy, it builds up the, uh, the value, the cash value of the policy to quite a, you know, to quite a, a significant amount, I'm going to say. And so you're able to either take that money out through the whole code or, um, you know, you essentially would take it out as a loan to yourself and that's tax free. Okay. Right. So anyway, so, yeah, I, I thought, you know what, I mentioned that because, you know, Danny's at a certain stage in, the, in his life, very smart guy. Uh, and so <laughs> you'll be able to, you know, perhaps use that and, uh, you know, maybe I'll be able to help you with that. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, where you see the, uh, the real estate market going forward. Maybe, you know, talk to us a little bit about your passion with, uh, with vape and uh you know how you see crypto obviously you believe in, in cryptocurrency so how you know how do you see cryptocurrency moving forward do you think it's going to be the currency um you know in 10 years or 15 years or yeah, i think we're i think we're gonna have uh versions of uh of uh fiat that exist as uh, as crypto i think governments want there's already countries that are that are uh, putting out uh, their uh, government uh, version of uh, cryptocurrencies, right? So right, right. I, I honestly feel like it's kind of a bit of a Pandora's box that's opened and it's not going anywhere, right? So right. it'll be interesting to see how it takes shape and what the final uh, form ends up looking like. Right. But uh, I, I really don't think it's going anywhere. It's it's gonna be yeah. There's, there's, to, there's uh, way over. too much money invested in it, right? It's yeah, I think it started are in heavy now too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I think it started early in you know I, I can't really recall, but I think it's you know 2008 or so. I want to say um, so. Good, good. And as far as the real estate market, do you see you know some sort of correction, cool down? Uh, or do you think prices are just going to continue to go up? Uh, well, I mean, I think I think we're already seeing uh, a little bit of cool down in uh, in certain uh, markets. Right. But I, I, I think it, it's going to be a little bit uh, up and down and plateauy. I, I think for the next little while. Right. Um, ultimately, though, I do think uh, until something changes uh, in terms of interest rates, I don't yeah. imagine that prices are going to be suffering some sort of major correction right there, there's just too much demand still and yeah. money's still cheap yeah correct no no and i think for the most part i've heard from realtors you know that i uh, network with supply is low right so that makes the prices go up and uh yeah. you know there, there's a bidding war for most for the most part with uh, with real estate uh good good so um you know we'll, we'll wrap it up here in a bit just uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, what, what sort of advice would you give, uh, you know, our young investors or pretty much anybody who's looking to invest in real estate? Uh, honestly, the, the hardest part is probably just pulling the trigger on the first one. You're trying right. to do too much homework, overanalyze right. everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't get my first one until 2019, but I first started my first time thinking I would, if I ever made enough money to do it. All right that I'd invest in properties, that was probably 2016, 2017, right? So right, right. I my three properties for the same price probably could have been six or seven out in Windsor at that time, right? So, yeah, yeah. 
Good, good. So, so now, now yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's just, awesome. Right. Good, good. So now what about, uh, you know, I am, I think that uh, you invested more or less in off-market properties, correct? Or did you did you invest in MLS listings no, as well? Two of them were on-market. Uh, the first one was uh, Purple Bricks, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? But eh? the other, yeah, but the other two were on-market. Um, Yeah. didn't go yeah no they both went over asking but not by too much and the numbers still work so okay the numbers right. work they work yeah I, there you go doesn't matter which mark as long as the uh, the numbers work good good tell us a little bit about uh, what an off-market property is and uh, how to invest in one uh off-market yes off-market yeah uh well uh, if, if you're uh, paying attention to this uh show right now you probably already joined a million groups right there are people are out there posting and emailing their uh, yeah. wholesale yeah. deals and everything yeah. else right so yeah. Yeah. that's essentially what we're talking about the direct uh, just no, no real estate agent involved there so uh, there you go yeah yeah no no <laughs> For our young investors, you know, an off-market property is essentially one that's uh, that's sold privately. Um, there may be, you know, a scenario where, you know, the, the seller wants to sell it quickly, um, or they're basically in a situation where they're going through separation, a divorce, and uh, they need to sell it. Um, or people that, you know, essentially just want to sell it because they don't believe in, uh, in realtors. All right, so tell us, uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, tell us about what's next for you. And, uh, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, honestly, more of the same. I like uh, I like the system that's set up. So now I just feed the monster and let it keep going. There you yeah, go. I, I do still, like, I, I, I'm involved less on a daily basis in the actual uh, big business now, which I do enjoy. Right. So right. uh, what I'm just doing now is looking at other opportunities that might kind of come by. Uh, at this stage, I'm looking more at kind of life design. Sure. I want to earn my living and live my life the, the way that I want to. Yeah, in your terms. Uh, right? that, that, that's a big part of why uh, why the uh, real estate is getting lost. Right. So it's not something I enjoy. It's not part of the way that I want to, to have to earn my, my money at this stage. Yeah, I hear it. And, and it, the, the rate business is obviously very profitable. Uh, can yeah, you talk to us a little bit about what the vape, the vape business is all about so that people can understand, you know, how it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it started with uh, just uh, DIY supply, which is essentially just uh, being a, uh, a seller of the ingredients needed to make the uh, the juice products, right? So okay. yeah. started there and then slowly grew into uh, wholesaling of those products and then okay. co-packing when we uh, got the, uh, the uh, lab set up. Right. And with that, we just started uh, basically making other companies' products for them. Right. And that, that really added a lot of scale to the business there. Yeah. yeah. Good. Awesome. Listen, uh, Danny, thank you for being on the show. Uh, yeah, where, can, where can uh, people get a hold of you, whether it's for your, your vape business or maybe, you know, for them to get some advice on real estate or, or you know, your uh, crypto yeah. business? Yeah. Uh, Instagram, uh, Danny TBV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, probably the best way to to get me there, I think. Awesome. All right, Danny. Well, listen again. Thank you for uh, you know coming on the show, the 10x real estate advisor, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do in the next uh, you know year or so. 
and yeah. uh, like I said, we'll uh, probably end up doing uh, some business because I think there is opportunity for you to grow as far as you know tax sheltering your investments, right? Because yeah, yeah, nobody, absolutely. Yeah, nobody likes you know paying uh, the government, right? Why would you? Yeah, why would you if you can you know get away with it? All right, Danny. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. And uh, again, thank you. Thanks. Take care. You too. <laughs>